Welcome to The Crunch with Crib Creative. I'm Jess, and each week we're going to be diving into the stories of some of Perth's best agents and business people, how they got where they are, and what they learned along the way. Okay, today on The Crunch, we're welcoming Travis Coleman uh, from Acton Real Estate Group. So, uh, Trav is the CEO and Director of Acton Real Estate Group. He is also the Director of CNR Conveyancing, and he's a shareholder in two of the Acton offices. Um, and Acton's a business his family have been involved with for 30 years. So, welcome, Trav. Hey, Jess. How are you going? <laughs> Thanks good. for having me along today. Thank you for coming along. Um, so, to kick things off, I would like to just get a really brief background of how you got to where you are today. Okay, sure. Um, well, first of all, thanks for having me along. Always happy to uh, help out. I think the headlock didn't hurt trying to drag me in here as well. But, um... I promised you would be able to come later. <laughs> um, look, my background uh, is obviously a long family history in the real estate industry and also the, um, the Acton Real Estate Group. Um, for me specifically, I finished a degree in commerce and at the same time got a job as a property valuer. Um, so went through being the photo boy at a valuation company all the way up to actually owning that valuation company and we ended up becoming part of a national group and then fortuitously had the opportunity to jump ship and come over to the Acton Real Estate Group, which I've been, I obviously lived with passively for you know over 30 years now and um, also uh, in the family that is and then been actively involved for a number of years now as well so yeah. that's my background in the property industry. So your dad's obviously been involved with Acton for a very very long time yeah what was that decision like to come across and work with family how did you how was that process? Oh, there was a lot of baiting and, um, you know, <laughs> trying to drag me across for so a number of years. So he was trying to get you across for a long time? No, look, it was one of those things. Um, I, like every kid in WA, I was um, playing lots of sport and surfing and playing footy. Unfortunately, ability got in the way of ambition <laughs> and neither of those careers panned out the way I would have liked. But um, going through university, trying to find a path and the property valuation at the time took significant interest to me, particularly the property law side of things, um, where he actually helped me get my first job as well. Um, he said, this will be, give you a really good grounding. Um, so I went for an interview there and was lucky enough to get a job back in the early days. Uh, and then probably got to a stage of my career where I had achieved a bit at a young age and was looking for that next stage, that next leap, that next opportunity, that next challenge that was coming forward. Uh, and clearly that was not where I was. That was always in the Acton Real Estate Group. And coming across and having a look at the way that operates and being part of a big machine is um, something you've all, I've always wanted and probably found that, you know, it was always going to happen at some stage. Mm -hmm. It was inevitable. Yeah. And that's been a huge part of my life so it made perfect sense to make that move yeah absolutely how did you um how have you found working working with family since you made the move how long has it been since you moved oh, across seven eight years okay yeah so well it's an interesting one because um not many people know my dad um pretty well he's he's an intensely private man we did try to get him to join you here today yeah and what did i say i said you good said luck no, um yeah. <laughs> i have i struggle to get him into meetings um <laughs> but we're actually quite close in age um so 
which he loves and he takes great delight in reminding me every time someone says to him, there's no way you can have a son that age or that can't be your dad, he looks too young to be your dad. That's his ultimate delight. But um, there's certainly no challenges. There are more opportunities there. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, honestly, I can't think of anyone better to learn from from a mentor side of things and constantly we're talking to each other, you know, all day, every day, um, about the challenges that we face and the opportunities in front of us. So I certainly don't see it as a, as a negative. In fact, it's quite the opposite. It, okay. it really helps. And having grown up with it, uh, seeing his rise through the group as well um, mm-hmm. has been a huge plus for yeah. me. Do you think going into the property valuation, it was inevitable? You were always going to join yeah. your family? Yeah. yeah. And look, that was just a different kind of making your own mark. Your yeah, own... it's funny, but going back when I think I was about, 18 or 19 the first question they said was well yeah we could give you a job but you're probably going to go and work with your dad pretty soon aren't you yeah right <laughs> and at that stage you go oh no 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 but of course it was inevitable for me to make that move yeah so when we kicked off and i i think i named three or four different roles that you currently hold mm-hmm. how do you balance all of those all of those different jobs look uh I've always been someone who's wanted to um, take on new challenges and find uh, better ways and better better improvements. Um, and a lot of those come down to personal relationships and the personal relationships you have not only with your team, um, which is immensely important, I can't stress that enough, but also the challenges that you face outside of the day-to-day work. Um, coming over to real estate it was always a really important role for me to put some runs on the board so Mm -hmm. to speak get out in the field and create some sales some opportunities um, which I thoroughly enjoy and it's been a big part of that career change and that uh, role moving forward my role as CEO is to be 100% dedicated to the Acton Real Estate Group and their people Uh, we're nearing on 500 people under the Acton Group umbrella now um, and 500? The, yes. Wow. Yeah, so it's a huge achievement. And we're actually on the cusp of entering our 50th year. So wow. I know. And that, they're little things that perhaps not everyone knows in the marketplace. Yeah. We're, we're a fairly private um, company, but we we certainly are very serious about the people who work in the company. And, mm. and obviously, it's one of those cliches, you know, you don't take yourself very seriously, but we take the work very seriously. And creating those personal relationships with those gro- with the group. Mm-hmm. And the people in the group. I mean, we just got back from Eric and there was, you know, a huge amount of uh, acting people over there all just constantly learning, growing, improving. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's such an intent- uh, a crucial part of any business and I was just thrilled to see some people over there. They've already set up meetings to implement new uh, processes and procedures that they've learnt just in the last two days. So that's excellent. So the challenges around role definition, um, it's obviously... You know, time poor. Most mm-hmm. people, you would say they are time poor. I don't think I'm time poor. Um, I just, uh, it's it's the choices you make along the way to make sure you've got enough time to dedicate to each role. Yeah. Love it. It's an opportunity. Love taking phone calls from acting people and ha- finding ways that we can improve. Yeah. Um, in terms of the runs on the board, at the you mentioned when you came across to real estate, it was important for you to do that. Yep. Is that, um, I guess, is that an ongoing challenge? Like, dealing with agents or was that a really big expectation when you came across was that you have I suppose most directors of real estate agencies have been real estate agents in the past so was that yep. a conscious thing that you oh talked absolutely about with your dad? it actually came quite naturally to be honest because you know you don't spend 13 years in uh in, well nearly 20 years in an industry now um 
without making some fairly good contacts. Yeah. And sales is, is, is a great part of the role and it's, it's obviously the key part of our role of what we do plus with property management and creating sustainable businesses. But the sales, sales side of things is excellent. I love it because, mm-hmm. um, you know, getting involved with the clients and my thought process on that is to always be actively involved in the market so you know what the market conditions are. Mm-hmm. I look around our industry and, and there can be other leaders of groups who perhaps aren't um, involved in the day-to-day selling or yeah. day-to-day property management. And I think they can lose touch very quickly with current market conditions or vendor expectations mm-hmm. or marketing opportunities or what's actually going on out there. So I just find that just an essential part of the role to always be aware of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On that and on, um, you mentioned you just came back from Arik and yep. got really inspired and I'm assuming ran into lots of different agents there. Yes. How do you keep, how much attention do you pay to your competition? Oh. Um, especially as a group, I guess. Um, it's very different talking to an agent who's keeping their farm area in mind, whereas as opposed to you looking at the different brands in the in the market and seeing what they're doing. Absolutely. Look, we... we pay a lot of attention to our competition of yeah. course um, but we are primarily focused on what we're doing and 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 finding better avenues of how we improve our internal people and businesses but look you'd be silly if you weren't looking sideways at what the competition is doing because you've got to be humble enough to realize that uh, you probably don't have all the answers but you need to be able to equip yourself with people who can assist you to find better answers mm-hmm. so we look at uh, the market, we look at agent activity, where people are going, where they've been, why they may have chosen to leave, why they may be chosen to move forward. Mm-hmm. Um, we're constantly contacted by uh, people and uh, competitors for opportunities to perhaps come across, whether it's the right time or the wrong time. But we keep a fairly close eye on what's going on, yeah. certainly in the West Australian marketplace. Yeah. And I want to touch on your brand because I'll be honest, I was surprised when you said you had five, nearly 500 staff. I, To me, the Acton brand is family and um, I guess is that a conscious decision to, to keep it – you said you kind of hold it hold it tight to your chest. How do you how do you think of your brand? I guess is my question. Sure. Well, I look at it um, at the Acton brand as an in, as a company that's been around for nearly fifty years, mm-hmm. um, and there's a couple of simple reasons for that. You know, companies don't last fifty years if they're doing things wrong. Or sure, we make mistakes. Everyone makes mistakes, but there's obviously an you know history there of quality. And trust, mm-hmm. and I think that's something we don't take uh, lightly in the marketplace because trust is such an important part, and brand trust is something that uh, we've been intimately involved with. And look, the Acton Group um, started very small in the more affluent areas of Western Australia, um, and offices in Dalkeith, uh, Cottesloe, Subiaco, and then Florit, and moving outwards from there. It's evolved into, and obviously this is through uh, Dad's work in becoming. He owns the company, uh, so we own the company, but we hold the company close to our heart because it's something that we're continually working on. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not a public company that likes to shout and, and, and scream um, from the rooftops and how good we are because mm-hmm. it's not really about us. If we look after our clients and our people, the results look after themselves. Mm-hmm. So if you're constantly putting customer first, then you don't have to worry about your results because they will speak for themselves. Yeah, yeah. Is um, 
your dad's still he's still heavily involved with oh, every decision yeah, that absolutely. you make. You said yeah. you're on the phone from all the time. So. Yeah. No, <laughs> we just left a, a big meeting there. Look, and and that's that's the ability. I'm more of an operational based um, person on the day to day operations of the company. Looking back over the history of the company, most of the marketing and the strategy all comes from him. Yeah. Um, very creative in that sense. Yeah. Um, very private, but also very creative. And looking at all our initiatives that we've had, they've all, and the marketing and the, the website and the magazines that we've had and the images and the imagery of the brand has come from him. Yeah. Um, I jump in a little bit nerdy sometimes and deal with, uh, you know, all the spreadsheets and the data and making sure our systems and processes are up to date. Mm-hmm. Tell me about the challenges, some of the challenges you face running a business or running, you know, several businesses. What are what are some of the main challenges that you kind of face on a day-to-day, I guess? Uh, personally? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Look, it, it's assigning enough time to each and every task. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a fairly de- decisive person, so um, that's why anyone in a role who's looking after any business, um, it could be the corner deli, it could be a, a big, big company, your job is make about making lots of decisions, mm-hmm. um, right or wrong, and living with the consequences of those decisions. You hope to make informed decisions and be surrounded by, you know, a team that uh, is well educated, well versed on the brand strategy and uh, market implementation implementation of uh, such strategies coming out. So, making sure you've got enough time to address each and every issue. Um, I think a lot of people can get caught up with answering every single email that comes in immediately, mm-hmm. which we do, but we have assigned time to where we address things. Yeah. And I'm very fortunate to work within a team structure uh, with Dad that allows us to have regular catch-ups, regular assessment of where we're at um, and where we're going. Mm-hmm. So, you know, little things like uh, every event that we do, and we're pretty well known for our events, um, there's constant... Uh, appraisals and assessments of how that event went what we can do better next time and the learnings from such which is just immensely important yeah what about tell me about your toughest time in business some a time when you might have even failed or oh something really wrong (laughs) (laughs) let's talk about that let's Um, talk about when you were wrong trav um no there's i think that's the humility that comes with the role. I like to have um, create a personal rapport with people. I mm-hmm. think that's a strength. So making sure I know as many people as I can. Um, specific examples of failing is probably, probably, and, and it's something that we talk about to all our agents is I know when you're selling properties or when you're managing properties, it's quite often that person's most valuable asset and you will be involved with them at their emotional at the most emotional times of their life. And if you ever take that for granted or or not think about the consequences of uh, your discussions with someone, it can really come back and blight you. Mm-hmm. So just making sure you're truthful and honest at all times and say what you, you said you were going to do mm-hmm. is really, really important. But a really tough time for me was, um, you know, coming through uh, and making that decision to come across um it was post gfc um in the valuation industry it was very very tough market and um i wasn't surrounding myself with the best people in that particular company and it made it very easy for me to uh, and again fortunately to make that decision to come across and it's interesting you know i just unfortunately turned 40 which is horrible but um (laughs) 
you go through life and people of my generations tend to be a little conservative and risk mm-hmm. adverse as opposed to perhaps the baby boomer generation where they would jump in and start a business and that was a you know a fear for me and I was thinking oh god I can't do that but then it's amazing like anything you get through the other side and you and you quickly realize how easy it was and it wasn't as bad as you thought it was going to be so whilst at the time it's a tough time mm-hmm. um, coming out the other end is always blue sky yeah that's and, it and you know it, 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 you always feel better for it yeah and the experience is something you learn from yeah you mentioned that you were kind of surrounded by people that maybe were making life a little tough or yeah. that weren't the best people in your in your role previous to this what do you think contributes to people failing in business and whether it's business or it's real estate agents or um is it their environment is it internal you know what what are your thoughts oh, on that look i think a lot of it comes down to confidence yeah. um and effort to be honest, uh, <laughs> at Eric, listening to so many wonderful speakers and obviously a lot of the real estate training is about being self-motivated. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of the time people don't have the confidence in themselves um, and therefore the effort drops away. Or if you want to put in the effort, the confidence grows with that. I think they're, they're equal things. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're putting in, you, you put in... Uh, you will get out what you put in, basically. Yeah. So a lot of people fail because they get down um, and there's a fear of doing the little things which, or a fear of the risk. I can't do it. I can't do it. There's so many reasons why people say they can't do things. But if they've got that confidence um, and, the, and the desire to put in the effort, it's amazing what can happen. Yeah. What, so we talked about failure. Yep. <laughs> Tell me about what you're good at. What do you think you're really good at? Oh, you mentioned God. building rapport with people, so there's one that you yep, can there's, off with. Yeah, th- there's one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what I'm good at, uh, gosh, there's, I'm sure this is where you need people to come in and help you, but I'm, I could tell you a, a long list of what I'm not. But <laughs> It's like a job interview. This is always the hardest Exactly. Question. God, what you're good at. Um, building rapport with people, and I think I'm a, an approachable person. Yeah. Um, and I think personal relationships in our business, because we obviously have acting offices mm-hmm. and we're dealing with acting people. I think that's a strength of mine to be able to look at that and actually create those relationships with someone. So it's nice to be able to be away or, or visiting an office and see someone who you know mm-hmm. and you have a personal connection with. There's little things like we like to send personally written birthday cards to all the staff just as a little thing to, to show that we're there and we care. Yeah. And I think that um, flows through the company from the top down and the bottom up. It's, mm-hmm. it's so important. And, you know, making sure that, um, <laughs> I don't know, being good at something, God. <laughs> you have to cut that. <laughs> we don't cut anything. No, okay? God. It's, it's what's and all. Um, what about your values? How do they show up in your work? And you're a family company, so yep. I would assume those are pretty heavily instilled throughout the company. Yeah, look, it, it's an interesting one. Your values and nothing annoys me more than people think real estate somehow not uh, a value business um, it, nothing could be further from the truth because as I said before you're dealing you're selling um, properties and people are buying properties it's a fairly big decision a life decision mm-hmm. sometimes these people may only make this decision once or twice in their life so the element of trust there is huge mm-hmm. so we need to make sure that our people um, are always uh, highly skilled um, Obviously, it goes without question, um, ethically and morally, that they're at the top of their game. And we do constant training on that. Um, and it gives me no end of joy to ever see someone who's had a bad experience um, 
with buying or selling property or managing property. And what we like to do is promote uh, good experiences and learn from them and make sure that those values flow through the entire business. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's pretty simple, Jess. Yeah. You sort of treat people the way you'd like to be treated mm-hmm. and, and think, okay, if I was in this situation, how would I like to be uh, treated yeah. by my agent, by my property manager, by my principal, by my boss, by my co-worker? Mm-hmm. It's just such an important part of the role. Is that something you guys really look at when you're recruiting? Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Recruitment is a, a is a really hard thing because it, the, what who you recruit will define your culture. Yeah. And so many people put in so much time and effort making sure that the culture in their business is strong. Um, and we've got some fantastic businesses in our group and you just walk into those offices, they're just such a connected team mm-hmm. um, and they're all striving for the common goal, which is just so important mm-hmm. and, it, and it, we, just, uh, we just love it from the corporate team popping out and, and making sure we're mixing with everyone. And yeah. the Acton events that we have um, and lots of charity events, which I am in the fortunate position of being able to deal with these types of um, charities and just seeing the, the joy that you can you know, hopefully provide on a dark day for some of these types of things is yeah. really important. What's your, um, obviously the, the minimum wage kind of the awards mm-hmm. coming in yep. or has, if it's not coming? It has come in. Has yes. come in. Yes. How in a sales, you know, when you're recruiting sales, numbers are yep. obviously important, especially when you do have that, that award in place. How much weight do you give that if you're recruiting a rookie, say? Yep versus someone who fits the culture how do you maintain yeah sure it, it's an easy the easy answer would be you wouldn't hire rookies but of course no one should think that way yeah we sh- the continual education uh, and training that you put into a rookie some of our best rookies have got such diverse past i mean we've got people with phds we've got yeah <laughs> we've got people who used to i don't know own gyms you know winemakers you name it, they've come from all different paths uh, and are really succeeding in their chosen path. And quite often, you know, what it's like when you meet someone, if you have rapport and you can actually talk to them and you see a bit of a spark and you know that they've got, um, you know, confidence about themselves and you can see a real desire, you'd be silly not to give them a go. Mm -hmm. I think it will have a big impact on the industry overall, um, the award wages coming Mm -hmm. through, which will, you know, obviously April next year we'll have a will have a real effect um, because they're already in place. Yeah. But when we see those coming through, uh, there'll be officers who maybe look to realign um, mm-hmm. their internal structures and possibly have a team structure in place. But it is such an important part and I would hate for any business owner to say no to a rookie because they were afraid of what they would be missing out on. Yeah. And they should be looking at what they could gain from employing a rookie. Yeah. Trav, tell me this. If you went in real estate... Yep. What would you be doing? <laughs> well, if I wasn't in real estate, I'd probably be, given my age, I'd probably just be finishing up an international surf career. No, <laughs> that didn't go to plan. But the next um, Mick Fanning. <laughs> um, but I think um, if I wasn't in uh, property, uh, I think I'd probably be working, uh, trying to establish myself over in the southwest of France or something like that. Would be a nice spot or running a surf school in Indonesia sounds like a pretty good pretty good role. No, I think it would be some some sort of uh, role where you'd be in a team environment or, yeah. or, and working together. Um, whatever products you're doing, whatever you're selling or whatever you're working on and what you're doing, uh, connecting people and, and, and helping people and being part of a team is something I find really cool. Yeah. And um, 
nothing gives you more joy than seeing something that you've may have been a big part of or being a little part of and seeing that um, team succeed mm-hmm. or come revisiting something you did 12 months ago and go, oh my god look at this now it's been such a, a positive experience for all involved yeah that's something that I find really good yeah awesome what do you how do you balance everything that you do with you've just had a new baby is that correct Yes, um, our newest baby. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you very much. Is that uh, number two? That is number two, and we've got quite a gap between the two as well. So I've got a, a daughter, Della, and she's nearly nine, and little Meadow's just six months. Ah, um, so, so you're getting used to the sleepless nights all over again. No, she's pretty good, this one, actually, so a lot better than the first. So we're, yeah. we're quite fortunate. But, um, look, that was an absolute blessing, to be honest. We call her Little Miracle Meadow. Um, yeah because we had some challenges having a second child. And then, and I guess that's a life lesson as well, being told, no, that's not going to happen, and then to defy those. And that's just been such a wonderful experience. And no doubt all credit goes to my beautiful wife, Hermione, who allows me to have the role I have and work uh, the, the, in the position I do because we have such a cool supportive home life um and that's something that you learn along the way as well and that's a through constant communication and making sure we've each got the support that we need yeah. you know i'm a i'm a terrible cook and and, a, and <laughs> as she will attest but not bad at breakfast so we like to you <laughs> to know get make the weekend sure shift absolutely when i'm when i'm not working but just during the week and and making sure everyone's everyone's cool and looked after mm-hmm. but it's such a nice little part of the my life at the moment and yeah. really enjoying it how exciting yeah is your first boy or a girl she's a girl okay um, so, two girls. so big sister so i heard somewhere that ath- athletes have girls so um i'm, I'm claiming Obviously. that and, and sticking to that <laughs> <laughs> no not at all but uh no two girls awesome so if you could give a message to yourself 10 years ago what would you say oh okay uh, that's so long ago now jess thanks for that um no it, if you had to give a message to yourself 10 years ago, I'd probably say to myself, look, don't sweat the small stuff. Um, it, you, and I think it's a life experience. You sort of, at a young age, if someone didn't like you or agree with you, you'd quite, kind of take it quite personally. Yeah. Um, and I've learnt, look, you can't, not everyone's going to like you or agree with you and, and don't take it to heart. And, and those life experiences have helped as well. Mm-hmm. And that's, also, sweating the small stuff, if something bad happens, it's going to be okay and to stay calm mm-hmm. and, and work your way through it. So I think that comes with a level of maturity and experience, basically. Yeah. So, And is, I, if, it, if it was 10 years ago, I would have said, uh, um, make a move as quickly as possible yeah. and take challenges on really quickly. Is that something that you kind of live by today? Is in your role, you are constantly coming up against people who maybe think, you know, think otherwise to you, think differently yeah. to you, and it is really about backing yourself and not not sweating if someone disagrees with you. Is that something? No, um, and quite often it, I'm fo- really fortunate to work in an environment where um, new ideas and initiatives are embraced. Mm-hmm. So in that situation, we've got to be able to listen to everyone and nothing gives us greater joy. I mean, there's certain committees and divisions that we have within Acton that allow new marketing initiatives to come through. Mm-hmm. And as I said pre- prior earlier in the conversation no one professes to know everything about the industry and we should be just so embracing of new technology new methods um, new stuff ways of doing things for example you know the 
the way the marketing world works now and businesses like yourself who have mm-hmm. changed from a small photography business to being a, a, an industry leader in the digital marketing space. That's We want to align ourselves with similar like-minded companies mm-hmm. and the only way you do that is by having a big network, which was I was mentioning how many people are there and how many officers. It's fantastic to have those people referring people through for us to go and meet and hopefully bring into the group mm-hmm. that everyone can enjoy the benefits from. Yeah. What would you say to people who are working their way up, not even in the real estate industry, but who, you know, want to get to the position that you're in where you're leading businesses and, you you, you know, you're setting the tone for huge groups of people and, and creating culture and doing all of those things? What's advice? What's some advice you would give to... Sure. Um, obviously, take some risks. Back yeah. yourself in and, and stay true to yourself, of course. Uh, find a good mentor. I'm very fortunate. I don't have to travel too far to find one. Yeah. But um, find someone that you respect and find someone whose opinion you value and learn from them mm-hmm. and ask lots of questions. Uh, that's something I do constantly in my roles, ask lots of questions because it'd be silly for me not to be asking people within our group um, how to better understand the market, what initiatives work for them. And again, we're very fortunate in our group because I've got not only the corporate team, which consists of my father, but there's people within our group who have got years of experience. Um, Graham Baxter from Acton Manager, a Mm -hmm. multiple Office of the Year winner and has led many, many businesses. Steve Papadopoulos from Acton Southwest runs an extremely good business um, and has had state manager roles with real estate groups before, even national. And they're... Bev Haymans, who is a, a fantastic saleswoman, runs multiple businesses whilst being a top flight agent. These people have got so many skills and attributes and ex- life experiences that that's just, you like a sponge around them. You always want to learn. And it's interesting, those people also have such fantastic cultures in their business and they're the ones that we talk about and, and try and get our people to learn from mm-hmm. because quite often you're better off learning from within um, because they have your best interests at heart as well. Mm-hmm. And I find that just such an important part. Yeah. If I asked one of your staff members what it was like to work at Acton, yep. what would they say? <laughs> they'd probably say um, <laughs> everyone but the CEO is a nice guy. But no, <laughs> sure they'd not. say they have a, uh, we have a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of uh, positivity in the group and there's also a lot of success in the group. Mm. Um, we have a long history of success and we like to, to achieve and we like to achieve our goals. And um, they'd probably say the events are really, really good. Um, we do have <laughs> a very good... to come good... to one of these events. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can, you can be invited. Actually, I think you've got, you guys are coming to an event soon, to be honest. I think uh, we're going to have Alana speak at one of our ladies' group functions. Ah, excellent. Which I'm sure she's not happy about, getting up <laughs> in sure front of people. she's very nervous. But no, it's a lot of fun and it also gives you a lot of pride to work with a brand um, and any company, but a lot of pride to work for a company that's been in existence for 49 going into its 50th year um, and there's such fantastic people within the group as well. Mm-hmm. Have you got anything big planned for your 50th anniversary? We've got a few things, yeah. um, so stay tuned in this space. Uh, there's uh, some really exciting things happening um, later this year into next year. So we've been at the 
working away and, and coming up with some really cool stuff. So we, we can't wait to bring it to the market and also our own people as well. Awesome. That's awesome. Well, Trav, I'm going to wrap it up there. Do you have any parting words for me? Anything we haven't covered that you... No, I look, to... um, my parting words um, for anyone who's, who takes the time to listen is, is obviously thank you. But um, look, back yourself in and be true to yourself and, and have that leap of faith. If you're looking at a career in real estate, obviously it's a, it's a, it's a challenge mm-hmm. for you to make that sort of pathway but um, there are so many wonderful people out there in the industry to learn and grow from mm-hmm. uh, and so many wonderful life experiences to go through in the real estate career um, my role although uh, where it's come to is, is is a fantastic path and I get to sit, see and mix with so many wonderful people in our group and the industry as a whole so there's always opportunities in front of you it's you just make the, the right choice. Yeah. And if you don't make the right choice, it's okay to change that choice and, and change uh, track, yeah. and change the lane. There's always time. Absolutely. Always time. Thanks for tuning into The Crunch. We'd love to hear your thoughts on the show. So if you'd like to share them, please email me at jess at cribcreative.com.au. Don't forget to subscribe if you enjoyed the show and share it with anyone else you think might like it.